0: Hello and welcome to the second half of issue 16 of Playing With Power. We are your hosts, Mike and John.
1: And John. John. My name's John.
0: Woo! (laughs) And somehow we
1: lost Ben. I don't know, I think he got sucked into some sort of vortex or something,
0: I don't know. Uh, I know, I guess he was watching a TV, he said they're here. Then the next thing you know, he's gone. The closet's glowing, and I'm not going to look in there. Fuck that.
1: I also think he said something about going and starting his own box. I don't know. We'll leave him to his own devices <laughs> in that in that front. So
0: yeah. So it's just another Benless podcast. <laughs> and uh, that's all right. There's continue. more of us. The
1: the two color guys we'll we 'll we'll, we'll go with no captain yet again, so <laughs> we don 't know where Just this is going, it'll... people but it 's going to be fun all right,
0: it worked so well before <laughs> all right so uh, we last left at the uh, the previews yes, we were discussing uh the amazing game boy games that are coming out, and thankfully, of all the amazing games that did come out, only one that year was from l j n. So now, yeah, now we're on a bad the, year for a bad year for them is a good year for us. Now, yeah, of course, the cover is the cover
1: <laughs> game is Maniac Mansion. But uh, this is now the preview section uh, of that magazine. So, um, <coughs> Mike, the yeah, uh, cool. the first
0: the first game in the preview section. I had no idea what it was just by looking at it because I never played this game, but it looked kind of like Mega Man. <laughs> it, it looks like Doctor Wiley is gone back in time, and like if Doctor Wiley joined the Nazi Party, this is the type of blimp he would make. Well, wait—the
1: title of the game is Little Nemo: The Dream Master, just
0: in case anybody's wondering. So, yep, uh, well, I'm wondering what it is because I'm not seeing a, a, a little uh, a dream anything it's just this kid looking at his window and he's seeing like a big sex toy <laughs> hanging outside of his window so
1: this is related to a movie that came out like the, the well the franchise little nemo uh as you looked into uh has some history we'll get into that in a little bit but this is based there was a japanese american uh fantasy like jap anime um movie uh that was uh directed by uh masami hatta and william hertz and um looking into i love this movie actually me and me and my sister watched this movie uh you know like when you're a kid you you, you sort of have those movies that you have on vhs that you you've watched a few at least a few dozen times uh this was definitely in that rotation for us uh so i remember this movie fondly uh, apparently the critics and and the rest of the free world did not <laughs> remember this movie fondly uh it had uh mickey Ro- uh, not mickey, mickey rooney as uh he's a protagonist uh like frog flip character uh who or not protagonist, antagonist but he's um he's like kind of a dark antagonist. like he's a dark uh presence in the in yeah like he he doesn't he he like screws everything up he doesn't mean to like sort of thing like the the king of summerland's like don't open this door like and like and so flip runs off and what does he do he opens the door like you're not supposed to open (laughs) like that yeah like why what's inside what could be so bad right and uh but i really did uh, there's there's a there's a uh, you know (laughs) i enjoyed this movie the uh i remember the london symphony orchestra had had done the uh like the score but i can't find that anywhere so i might be wrong but um if i'm not uh that's pretty cool that i remembered that but the music is very good it's sort of a very um how would you describe it sort of i mean the 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 dream state like, there's there, there's a lot of
0: like sort of uh, yeah so it's very ephemeral well
1: yeah there's a lot of like like stuff just apparates, like cuz he's in a he's in a dream world so like there's no rules like standard rules like anything can sort of happen um and it and it, it does uh-huh. so it's 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 a fun kids movie i don't know i i i enjoyed it i know my sister definitely enjoyed it as well
0: so and so like there's no object permanence in the game uh, in the, uh,
1: i never played the game i'm gonna be honest uh i just remember loving uh, the movie now right.
0: i know now i know where the blimp looked like it was made by dr wiley because it's a capcom game <laughs> So And um, I, I see the cover art on the Wikipedia article, and it says, free Mega Man sticker with this purchase.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So
0: That's kind of cool. Yeah,
1: and, uh, uh, I mean, I might give this, because <laughs> I, I, I bet we'll have an actual feature on this game at a later point, because obviously this is previews. So I'm hoping this
0: comes up in a later issue, because I wouldn't mind giving see this what- a try. Sorry. Did you see what the uh Japanese name of this guy is? Of which because guy? you can't call him you can't call him Little Nemo because it has an L in it. Oh no. <laughs> so he's known as Pajama Hero Nemo.
1: <laughs> Pajama Hero Nemo, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh it's based off the Little Nemo comics, which are pretty old. Uh, they seemed to come out around 1905. They were called Little Nemo in Slumberland. And they were drawn by the an American cartoonist and animator named Windsor McKay. And this guy, he didn't just draw. He pioneered animation, essentially. He's, uh, he started working at dime museums. And he created uh, popular comic strips. And he was an early animation pioneer. Between 1911 and 1921, he self-financed and animated ten films. Sadly, they only survive today as fragments. Mm. But uh, if you've seen like, old, uh, old vaudeville footage of someone uh, talking to a dinosaur, that's him. Gertie <laughs> the Dinosaur was an interactive routine where he would uh, stand in front of the screen and appear to give orders to a trained dinosaur. And uh, <clears throat> he worked on other films like *The Sinking of the Lusitania*, a patriotic recreation of the German torpedoing in 1915 of the RMS Lusitania.
1: And you know, you know about the history of that, right?
0: Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a, a medical or a civilian. Well, shift it got the, it
1: America was, into the into the First World War. Like we were isolationists, isolationists, and. Uh, we wanted to stay out of everything, but then um, when the Lusitania was struck, it uh, it was sort of, you know, sort of the this same effect as Pearl was,
0: Harbor. Uh, yeah, it was the pre-Pearl
1: Harbor. <laughs> uh, and it was one of those things, the American leadership wanted to help, but the... The populace wouldn't support them, so they when it, once this happened, they just rode that. You know, like, hey, we have our reason now, so it didn't take much pushing. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a major <laughs> event. Uh, in the-
0: yeah. And despite this guy's attempts to uh, make excellent and amazing animation, it was curtailed by uh, uh, the, the the Lex Luther of the Victorian era, <laughs> William Randolph Hearst. <laughs> Yeah, cuz he ended
1: up being, it ended up being like a syndicated like uh animate like uh, cartoon column too, right? Is sort of yeah, Okay, well,
0: he only wanted him to do editorial cartoons. Oh, okay. Cuz he was good at that, but he just looked at this animation stuff and the comic books and he's like fuck that noise. Okay. And essentially, he ch- he kept using his influence to make sure that McKay knew, you know, what his job was. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, wow, you're creating amazing, wonderful things. And, you know, we're in an age of a discovery. It's like, fuck that. I want to sell newspapers.
1: Well, it's sort of disappointing to a certain extent because that art style um, is very iconic and uh, definitely contributed to um, a lot of um, different, you know, art, uh, you know, cartoon art movements. I, I oh, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was groundbreaking or not. I don't know enough about, you know, early. It was. In- OK. His,
0: his use of perspective like, if you look at the Little Nemo comic strip on the Wiki- on his Wikipedia, mm-hmm. you'll see the bed walking along down the street, and you get to see, like, instead of just, like, walking down a flat area, you can see all the perspective and lines of the buildings,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, uh, playing the angle. Instead of, like, doing something, like, straight or a profile, he's just... Like, I'm not going to read the entire article... Because it would be too long because yeah. there's a lot to say yeah, about him. We have
1: a certain, you know, amount of time here.
0: Yeah. But he definitely uh he made a bunch of interesting comics and again, Gertie the Dinosaur, which you can see on YouTube. It's uh like considering this is like one of the first animations, mm. this it was stuff like this. Windsor McKay was the guy who pretty much influenced Disney and Max Fleischer to uh start looking into the uh the animation business hmm. like in the 20s uh, mckay attended a dinner in his honor in new york and after a considerable amount of drinking he was introduced to animator max fleischer which if you recall did uh betty Boop, popeye <laughs> uh so many others <laughs> and he gave the gathered group of animators some technical advice but when he felt the uh, the audience just wasn't giving him attention he berated the audience saying animation is an art that's how i conceived it but as I see, what you fellows have done with it is making it into a trade, not an art, but a trade. Mm. Bad luck. Well, so Disney had the he, last he laugh very, uh, to a
1: certain extent,
0: though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Sadly, Disney's just like, oh yeah, fucking trade—a trade that's keeping my kids fat. <laughs> one fun fact about the
1: movie I'm just looking at it right now: Chris Columbus was one of the writers for the movie, uh, and he went. He was, of course, is the director of Home Alone and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and um a few other movies oh the, f- the first two harry potter movies uh he wrote uh for the goonies and young sherlock so he was in he was sort of in the spielberg camp uh uh to a certain extent but yeah chris columbus one of my favorite uh directors uh it, though i will have to ex- excuse him or forgive him for uh, he was the director of Pixels, so <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, Capcom game should be fun. Uh, obviously, this is a preview, so I'm hoping this comes up again because I'm I'm willing to give this a try. So and,
0: and do yourself a favor and look up Windsor McKay if you like animation comics. Yeah. And, and you want to know like how animation became what it did. This is one of the the launching points that uh, really determined how it became a storytelling medium and not just some novelty.
1: So look at that we're going we're going deep on the preview sections already who needs who needs ben around oh wait, we do
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait he's gonna we're gonna need him when he comes to edit this us. will be like eight hours long
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. okay so the the next pumpkin that we see because again we're looking at a pumpkin patch i guess it's a uh thanks uh halloween or yeah halloween so oh we're seeing pumpkins by the way on the preview page i just looked
1: it up little Nemo is available streaming for streaming on hulu plus so if you have hulu plus go ahead give it a try uh and it is available on netflix for oh, if you have the dvds and uh Xfinity, uh, their their like movie sharing service is available uh, there as well if you have Xfinity cable. So, uh, give it a try. It's it's sort of a trippy movie, but uh, I'd say give it a try. So yeah, the next, uh, but the next uh, pumpkin the next is <coughs> Dragon Warrior Two. Is that right, Mike?
0: Yep. And despite what we've uh, seen in the last Dragon Warrior, mm-hmm. where you fight all your enemies one on one, now you get to be a group fighting groups of enemies. And it's really this is just like one way of amping up everything that's coming. The world th- is bigger. There's more towns. Do you think
1: they mm-hmm. saw you know Final Fantasy come out and the you know nine straight issues of coverage that we've gotten and <laughs> figured they they uh, they need to make their own <laughs> game with the the same you know party dynamic? Do you think that
0: maybe this is Final Fantasy pushing on them a little bit? <laughs> yeah, you know, they figured if we're going to be good enough to absorb these guys one of these days, we're going to have to stop <laughs> up our own game. Yeah, right. So, and uh, I played this game. It's been uh, it's been a while since I did, but I loved how it began. It starts off with uh, you're this princess in her castle, and you know I, I don't mind being a princess, right. But it gets really Games of Thronesy when, (laughs) like, uh, all of a sudden the screen starts glowing and you realize, like, the castle's being attacked. And you get down, you rush downstairs, and you see guards being attacked. And then you get surrounded by these teleporting demons. And then your father rushes in, pulls you out, and uh, takes a lot of damage, but wipes out the the demons. And then the warlock master comes along. I forget what it is exactly, but... He comes and he just murders your father in front of you, and then you have to run away, a uh, princess with now no kingdom. So, really, what the hell are you? And you have to uh, find people to aid you in your cause because it's just too much for one person to do alone. So, it's so. kind of
1: like, like Daenerys Targaryen the game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you, uh, yep, so you get people to help you, and oh, cool. you fight groups of enemies so it really well, amps up the uh, the power don't get too unless don't I'm get confused Don't it. get
1: too into it because obviously this is a preview so i mean uh yeah. you know unless
0: unless I, I may have been i may be confusing this with dragon warrior 3 okay the art i NES will S- say games. the art
1: look i mean the colors are very crisp it looks looks like an interesting yeah. game um, yeah so. it's
0: yeah it's dragon warrior but they bumped it up they kicked it up a notch
1: but no I, i'm serious do you think that that the party is sort of they they looked at what Final Fantasy was offering and decided they wanted to offer that in themselves. Or do you do you mm. think that I think
0: they I think that they just put out Dragon Warrior and just thought like how could they one up themselves? Okay. Right. Like given that Final Fantasy hadn't been out,
1: yeah, because uh, the I development know, time on these, like, I doubt that they would have.
0: I guess that's a good. They know, couldn't react that fast, right. um, unless they were unless they had like uh, some espionage going on. And this this isn't a major spoiler,
1: but. It was. Did you see last night what the the big trending subreddit was after Game of Thrones?
0: I haven't seen that, and I've avoided I, this, all. This is uh, not a
1: spoiler. It. It's just kind of funny that this was like one of the bigger the biggest trending subreddits was the "fuck Ollie" subreddit. <sighs>
0: was ollie that kid that
1: stabbed john yes so fuck ollie is is a trending subreddit as of as of today uh this is uh may 9th so the day after mother's day uh if uh once once you guys actually catch up on the listener side of things that'll make a little more sense but
0: um oh yeah i'm just thinking like if john like if he's like not bed bound like He's got he's gotta bring the ruckus and deal with those traitors, but yeah. I haven't seen it so All right. I can only I can just imagine well, fuck, what uh, fuck Ollie be, started uh
1: with Egret when he when he fucking arrowed her. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he and then he turns up uh sta stabbing so John he's the snow new Joffrey. Yeah, like yeah, well yeah, everyone yeah. fucking hates Ollie, so anyway. I know he's a cunt. Uh, <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. So, so now Warrior we're doing with the Anything, I mean, I don't want to deep
1: dive too too much on any of these previews because we probably yeah we're done. We probably, okay. All right. Solar Jet
0: Man, t- tell us about this goofy friggin' who the hell is this gooftard?
1: <sighs> I don't know what looks looks like. like derp man the space pirate or something i don't even know uh what's going look at on. the way
0: he flies around yeah. in space like <laughs> just like his arms drooping down and he's just looking at the camera like herpy derp i'm a space astronaut Ooh. i don't
1: know what's going on with this game who who made it is it say who the producer is
0: for the game it is by tm trade was rare Copyright nineteen ninety. Right. Well, if it's rare, it's worth
1: it, your time. It may
0: have. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a the gander. They uh, and, and battle I, toads
1: because it says Federation of Space Lords. I think this is a tongue in cheek game. I think I think there's yeah, a bit of they may be
0: playing up the goof on purpose. Yeah,
1: I think the whole point of this it's there's yeah I I do definitely think that this is intentionally sort of a bit campy. So and you
0: play a you play a deep space salvager. Mm. So, you're a space junk man. Yep. And, uh, you know, being a rare game, they, they're pretty good at their tongue in cheeks shit. Yeah. And uh, the last thing says, like, yo, lunatics. <laughs> yeah. Our exploration of the galaxy, our unending search for mass riches, the golden warp ship, and the good life in zero-G sneakers will continue in a future issue of Nintendo Power. So, we'll You'll learn how to warp within planets and blast off to new worlds. Why should you care because the universe is your oyster, <laughs> and you become a solar jetman for that <laughs> so we'll
1: we'll get a chance to play this, and i'm glad uh if they're going to cover this in the future so yeah
0: um it's sort of funny i I
1: actually when I play games like this set and I always enjoy becoming sort of a space trader, <laughs> like I always like finding resources and like going and selling like i've never that concentrated on like space battles and all that crap, like I just want to like become. A sort of...
0: Space merchant. Yeah,
1: I don't know. So maybe, uh, you know, if it's a deep space salvager, maybe that's kind of down my alley a little bit. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Especially with, with the rare name behind it. Obviously, this is a bit earlier on in the, in the rare lineage, but... Uh, they still had some good names. Yep.
0: They still had some good things behind them.
1: And then uh, the next game, uh, this is the Turtles game that I always associated with the NES more than the first game. Yeah. Uh, this
0: is where the Turtles really showed some personality style and really resonated with the cartoon yeah. rather than you know like the idea of the cartoon this is uh, the
1: turtles hitting the stride so it's teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 the arcade game uh this is a direct port of the um of of the of the of the arcade game the ninja Turtles ca- arcade game that everybody uh you know piled their allowances into the quarters at their local uh pizza pizza joint uh playing That's through a game this game worth playing oh yeah so i mean definitely uh put the hours in on this i think i've played the first the first level on this game probably a couple hundred times uh, <laughs> but um, it's a
0: good it's a good level i mean like you you're introduced to all these amazing hazards i, I don't know how they fit into an apartment <laughs> but apparently you've got big steel bowling balls going yeah going down the hallway and like while the building is burning, apparently a uh, Baxter Stockman has sent an upgraded version of his mousers, instead of bipedal little lo- uh, lock jaws. Yeah, fuck they're those now, things. Uh, those things suck. Yeah, they're now like whips on wheels.
1: Oh, those were awful. Those are those are really those are the worst enemies when they show up. It's just they like, were so fast oh, and God. they had
0: range, and they uh, oh like just the attacks on this. Like when they hit you, instead of just bouncing back, like like show your skeleton and you bounce oh, back. Yeah. But, but the
1: the, uh, c- the, control, really the controls are i mean the controls aren't impossible this game you know as an as a 10 year old it was playable <laughs> so yeah. uh, and
0: uh it does suffer from some graphical setbacks of course like uh i mean you're looking down the hallways and when you find April's apartment it's got multiple colors for books uh, dressers the fire the carpeting but then rocksteady comes yeah, out like, and he's just <laughs> green from head to toe he's not even yeah, great yeah and he's just a, a, he's just a monochromatic villain again like yeah. they have so much i guess they can only have so many colors i
1: doubt that's it it's probably just a resource thing would be my guess like like just how much each thing in the game can take up unfortunately yeah there had
0: to be like a, a pixel like a, a palette limit Mm-hmm. Or something because, I mean, you look at Rocksteady. It's like really you couldn't make him gray with the with the shirt. I mean, they got the sprite down good, so right. it's not a, it's not like a lapse in quality. Okay, so and this is a preview, so we're not going to see any of the other bosses. Yeah, they just they're, but we they, do get they, to yeah. uh, see some. Uh, we get to see the streets of New York after seeing Apple's apartment burn. I'm not sure if we get any closure on it. Like if the apartment did burn down on the ground or if the fire department showed up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't.
1: I don't remember much about the lore of the game. I just remember kind of kicking and punching a bunch of stuff, whatever, whatever uh, would you know <laughs> come in front of me. I didn't really think through the game too much. I was more interested in just beating, beating up, and you know. Whatever. So uh, and the,
0: yeah, and the play control was so much better. Like, oh yeah, compared with the to, first game. Yeah, we, yeah, of course. No, no, no. Like, oh, am I? If I'm moving forward too much, then I'll flip into a useless ball rather than, right. you know, actually just jump up in the air and do a drop kick. Lay down, lay down, lay down my foot upon the foot. Right.
1: So, again, this is uh, this is a game of pro- I'm gonna almost guarantee will be in a later issue. So, but it is promising. Uh, the The spread here is really cool. There's a bunch of you know brick sort of. Uh, Cornering to all the paper, pa- all the pages, and uh, they oh, yeah. they did a good job of showing off, you know, the enemies and sort of the you get a good and good sorry
0: and good artwork, good artwork for the turtles mm-hmm. themselves.
1: Yeah, this is solid. They got, I'm I'm assuming uh, this is an acclaimed game. I'm gonna bet. Yep, yeah, we got
0: some like uh, the uh, comic. Yeah, we got them looking like the comic as well. In the beginning, we got them looking like the cartoon. Yeah, so I we think get they to see I think they made some variations. resources
1: available. Actually, it's an Ultra game. Sorry. Uh, or Konami game. That's it. Not a claim. Um, so Konami uh, gave them some resources for this piece, obviously.
0: So Anything else, uh, Mike? Nope. We're done the previews. Right. And <laughs> I like how they had that section for previews. Now that we're done the previews, now we're going to see new games because that's completely different from previews. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> well... Uh, kicking off the previews is Gauntlet 2. Right. Is this the arcade or the NES version? We can't tell the difference. <laughs> uh.
1: I don't think I ever yeah, played much it's Gauntlet. Gauntlet. I don't I don't think I was.
0: It does seem to have a bit more color in it than the previous one. Hmm. So, I guess that's a graphical improvement, but, uh, I hadn't actually played, uh, this. Okay. So.
1: Well, maybe we'll get. Because uh, I haven't either. So apparently it, yeah, it, we, apparently it supports the that. Uh, satellite. So that's kind of cool. All four people, all your friends can play at the same time. So, so all they have
0: to do is make two more friends.
1: And it's, <laughs> and it's Gauntlet. So uh, yeah, you know, you kind of know what you're getting. Uh, it's, you know, kind of a hack and slash
0: adventure kind of. Yep. And the next one is Dick Tracy. And I'm looking at the sprites and the overhead map. And uh, essentially it looks like Roger Rabbit got a facelift. <sighs>
1: Yeah, they they put 'em they I think they're trying to help by putting a map in this, but the like you would have to literally have an electron
0: microscope to actually use this map. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't You'll have better you'll have better luck making out the paper fibers oh, <laughs> Yeah. Than than the than the streets of New York or wherever. And there's to... where is he? Is he in New York or Chicago or?
1: Uh, big I don't remember. I remember the movie. It came out in the early 90s. Um,
0: Was it like The Big City? I don't like, know. No name? Dick
1: Tracy. That's a good idea. Tracy
0: Yeah, and that's another long uh, storied comic, but we don't have to get into that. Cause... Yeah,
1: it's kind of Chicago. Dick Tracy lives in the Midwestern Great Lakes region of in a big city in the Midwestern Great Lakes region. So it's Chicago. They just won't say. Yeah. It.
0: It, yeah. He's fighting the mob at Chicago. <sighs> so, um,
1: yeah, never played this game. Not really looking to <laughs> Bondi yeah, Bond I, I don't need to Bondi uh, published it. So, eh, whatever. I would say skip it. People. You probably just, you know, go enjoy the movie
0: instead. <laughs> yeah. There's much better dicks out there. Oh, All right. (laughs) Uh, Next is Low G-Man. I guess it's low gravity. Yeah, the low gravity man. So uh, that means you get to bounce around and shit. Uh, I'm looking at a screenshot here. It looks like you're fighting like a little Ed 209. Yeah. In the middle of the screen. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get to see power-ups like Fireball, Boomerang, Bomb, Wave. So I guess it's kind of like you're like a male Samus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Looks kind of, yeah, it kind of is. Looks like a uh, Metroid ripoff.
0: <clears throat> yep. Any uh, anything to say about this? Cause it, no. it looks think like it's got uh, no, I re- good play control.
1: <laughs> I really don't. Uh, yeah, we can add that to your list then.
0: Because uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next swords and serpents. Yeah, it looks very. Uh, there's generic. a lot more. There's a lot more RPGs for the Nintendo than I remember, mm-hmm. and uh, the reason I don't remember these is because they look. Uh, way too rpg for me, although I do like in the bottom right corner, you get to see Michael Jackson fresh off the set of Thriller.
1: Right, and ZZ, ZZ Top, and, uh... <laughs> uh... I guess like a logo from Judas Priest
0: or Metallica. Yeah,
1: and then the dragon snake thing. Sor-
0: serpent, obviously. From Black Sabbath, or... <laughs> Yeah, so we get to see yeah. like a heavy metal, pop, rock. I'm looking at uh, this album. these
1: maps. They have like a a, lo- a labyrinth map uh, for level one and level two. And I, oh god, there's just no way that I would ever want to play this. Like it's
0: yeah, this looks like a chore instead uh, of fun
1: because it's that it's that um, viewpoint where you're actually walking down the hallways. Because if we look, uh, it's not top down. It's like.
0: Yeah, first-person RPGs are right. not really a great thing. To
1: their credit, at least half the screen is a map, so you know kind of where you are. You're not completely fucked like some of those uh, first-person hallway view things. So at least you're moving on an, on a map as you're moving through uh, these labyrinths. But I don't have very much desire
0: to play that. I, uh, oh, t- the next game's got even less desire barker bills barker bills trick shooting uh, oh my god well like it, make, it makes it sound like a pimp going on a rampage yeah, like i was about to say when,
1: <laughs> when i when i play grand theft auto that's what i do i, I shoot some tricks but, <laughs> uh yeah it i it has to use the zapper and yeah it does looking at it um and it, pfft, I guess it's a zapper game you shoot stuff but, you know if you're playing with the zapper you might as well just put in duck hunt. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like a car- it's like a carnival game. You've got like a it looks like you've got like a dog hiding behind a, a prop of bunnies uh, with balloons going on a a picnic or something yeah i guess he's gonna like pop up from behind and snicker and laugh at you so yeah it's this time you it's, get your it's, revenge it's, on that fucking dog it's a and very just blast him.
1: yeah it's a very big rip off of of it's, it's i think obviously what they try to do is be like hey let's like you know take duck hunt and make it more like a carnival atmosphere but you know
0: which uh really it, it takes the idea of duck hunt to a uh a better level mm-hmm. so it's a nice direction If your big idea of playing a video game is pretending you're at a carnival, I guess if you're one of those Mario Party players and you're just waiting for it to come along in the next 10 years, or maybe this is something that will bide your time. If you want to be like, I I want to play the park without going to a
1: park. Maybe if your dad's a carny and he said he was going to come back and he's been gone for 15 years, you can relive your youth, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or whatever floats your boat
0: come back dad i miss you anyway um and uh, next is frankenstein yeah which, uh, i don't know what to make of the screenshot for the cover
1: well yeah because or the uh, the second is screenshot, is one of those this is one of those things that pisses people off it's like atm machine uh when people say that like that's not frankenstein that's frankenstein's monster frankenstein is the yes. doctor but then again, yeah, the everybody kind of uses Frankenstein in as a way of saying the monster. So it's one of those things. Maybe we should just get over our like ourselves a little bit. But
0: Frankenstein has yeah. We see a yeah. scream. Start. Frankenstein has destroyed our village and taken my beautiful Emily. Please find her, and bring her back. Never mind. The, never mind. Repair the friggin' village <laughs> for thousands for dozens of people. Yeah. No, just bring back my pig. Like, so, that's it.
1: So you're 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 hunting Frankenstein.
0: Well, yeah, that's 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 like that's like a fucking fool's errand right there. Frankenstein will rip you to pieces.
1: No, is that besides nice guy. You're not playing as Frankenstein though.
0: No, that would be great if you're Frankenstein. And you're trying to find a way to, a way to redeem yourself, or just like make a peaceful life for yourself, and all these pesky humans keep thinking. All these pesky heroes and assholes keep coming after you, and you end up having to defend yourself, and then you rack up an even worse reputation. Like this could be like a nice tragic telling of the monster's perspective, but no, he's just a bad man, and apparently he's not the only mythical creature out on the loose. Look at this! There's
1: demon horse. And he, she, devil, as well as... He
0: and she, devil, so I guess you're fighting a
1: hermaphroditic demon. Well, I mean, that sounds like my Saturday night, so...
0: <laughs> I know, so you got, like, another trans-villain. First Berto came along, and now you got these guys. <laughs> I wonder if he, like, cut off his ding like, as the way to... It felon. wouldn't bother him that much. <laughs> He'd be thanking you, because now he finally has the body he's wanted on. And he'll know which bathroom to use. <laughs>
1: We're coming yeah. after you in North Carolina. All right. Oh my
0: gosh. What the hell's the deal with that? I mean, like, it's not a hookup spot. It's a freaking place where you drop your drawers and get bad All stuff right. out of I it. don't want to get... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what genitals the urine is coming out of. I don't want to get... It, it, it's a utilitarian realm. I don't want to
1: get too political because there's actually a lot more to that story. So...
0: I just wanted to talk about Puma. I don't care about politics. The gist
1: of it, though, I,
0: I just needed to get hard. It's sort
1: of a weird logic, though, because they're like, "Oh, the men might go into the bathroom and like diddle our daughters as they're using the the female bathroom." Like, so you're okay with like those the same gay guys? You're, yeah, that's the, they're saying. Like, well, not gay or because the whole the whole point is like you can go to whichever bathroom you identify with, um, and so they're uh, you know the right wing saying like well, these men might say they want to use the women's bathroom and go molest our daughters in the bathroom. It's like, so you're okay with them being in the boys' bathroom molesting your boys? Like, what? Like what's going on yeah. with... <laughs>
0: but, um, and besides, do you, th- do you think if they're going to go molest somebody that they're all of a sudden going to start caring about laws? Well, yeah, and... I mean, you've already committed yourself to violating a person, their body, in, like, a terrible, traumatic way. I don't think you care about getting a friggin' fine. It's... Like, rape is a law. Well, rape is a law, and you're breaking that.
1: I, I don't want to speak for other people, but it's pretty much a thinly veiled, like, attempt to ostracize people. Like, obviously, you're not going to have yeah. police at the bathroom, like, enforcing this law. It's it's a really unenforceable law, but...
0: Yeah, because what are you going to... You're going to have a psychiatrist out there to give you full examination no, to determine that uh, you're faking your gender identity? It's
1: just a way to make... it's an It's a way... To say you're not welcome to a group of people, and it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, it's saying
0: you're not normal like me, so you have to you have to change to my standard of living because I don't want to take the time to bother to understand or accept you.
1: Well, there's a bit more to it too if you actually dig a little more. This law was passed – like the Democratic uh, – Legislature that existed in North Carolina before passed a law that sort of stipulated that you can choose whatever you want. And so the right wing people that came into power had a little, you know, sort of thorn in their side about that law and wanted to pass a law that counteracted it. And so then the left picked it up and ran with it because they can portray it in this way. So, like, there's more layers to this than than what's being sort of fought out on Facebook,
0: uh, so to speak. Yeah, it's, it's, it still hardly makes the Republicans look like they're not trying to tell you how to live your life to a, uh, a socio-religious normative standard.
1: Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I think most people are just like, use whatever you want. Just leave me alone. Like, wash your hands and get out like everyone else. Like, I don't really yeah, know I mean, like, why we have to have laws. Uh, that are designed to make anyone feel bad about themselves. That's the last thing we need as a country. So that's all I'll say about that.
0: (laughs) I if if, if like a woman walks in and then uses the urinal beside me. I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, what are they going to do to me or anything? I'll just be like, well, time for me to wash my hands. Right.
1: I mean, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Like, so...
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's enough of that. You know, uh, that's enough of not, the, not, the playing with power
1: Mike. politics. Corner. So.
0: I'm I, I Mike, and he's John, and you've been playing with
1: politics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, let's let's do a little lightning bugs bunnies round through yeah, these the uh, video shorts. There's not too much here, so bugs
0: Bunny's birthday blowout. <laughs> uh, again, it looks like another prequel to Mario Party, where yeah, and like it's one of those party games. You see a whole shit ton of things to do, and yeah, uh, like whack a mole. Uh, Number, uh, what the hell is that grid that they've got? It's a bingo. Like, bingo. Yeah, I don't have know. It's the kind of game. It's, it's the kind of game where bricks.
1: like they try to cram like eight different games into one where they should have just done like one or two at most. So. But I would yeah, enjoy, well, uh, like, the birthday blowout if he was just doing, like, a rail of coke off of, uh... <laughs> you know, like, just... <laughs> a true Hollywood
0: story.
1: that's...
0: what's up, Doc. I'm up. <laughs> I'm so up, I ain't never coming down. I can't hear my face.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh... But, yeah, it looks like a pretty generic, uh, kids' game. Probably a money grab, um... I I'm not gonna be pushing to play this, that's for sure. So.
0: uh Is there is there a doc is there a doctor with an epipen in the house?
1: <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. All right. Um get, anything else Gilligan's Island uh, They
0: got a copyright from nineteen sixty four. Uh yeah. apparently Gladasia is the company that owned the rights to Gilligan's Island. I thought it would be like CBS or uh
1: now, if there's what if there's on. one game that could use the Custer's Revenge engine, it would be that, you know, like the Gilligan having sex to a, side <laughs> of, to, a to a ginger that's tied up to the pole, you know. I, 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 no,
0: we all know Gilligan's tied up to the pole, and it's the skipper <laughs> that's it's, uh, walking up to
1: him. <laughs> um, this time, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a Bondi game. It's not getting good very very good ratings here. But,
0: hey, little buddy. Your, your ass is about to give me a three-hour tour. Uh,
1: <laughs> we're going to need the professor to patch you up when I'm done with you.
0: Uh, um. uh, next is Bigfoot. Remember when Bigfoot was a thing? I definitely do. Did you ever, uh, have any big interest in those monster trucks? I went
1: to, uh, actually Bigfoot came to Australia when I was living in Australia. They had like a monster truck rally at the, uh, the Sydney Easter, uh, Easter grounds, Easter fair, Easter show grounds. And I remember I went and it was way too fucking loud for five-year-old me.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can just imagine that being terrifying as a child.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Giant trucks are awesome when you're thinking about them as, a, as you know, a little kid. But there's a lot of noise associated uh, with with uh, with monster trucks. Yeah, those things.
0: <laughs> those things probably. Those things probably don't run on electric motors. No,
1: they run on. You know, they. I think they grind up a dinosaur and just feed it in. <laughs>
0: so. Did you ever uh, when you were old enough to appreciate it on a more uh, visceral level, did you ever go back to the monster truck? I don't thing think or, I've ever gone back to a monster track.
1: I there was a dirt track in Phoenix that um that I used that I went to a couple of times and that was a lot it was it was one of those like uh quarter mile or half mile tracks with the bank turns and like if you sat in the right in the in in certain area like certain uh areas of the uh um, bleachers you would get pelted with dirt as the cars went around the corner because they were kicking up so much dirt on the track so you're just sitting there with your beer your hand over your beer as the as the cars go whipping around the dirt <laughs> track that's a good time
0: you know as as i'm not you might as, you might as well just get it might as well just get a clear tarp to drape over yourself so you can drink your beer and be. it wasn't that
1: bad you just had to sort of watch for the cars but yeah no uh racing's fun now Na- you know that that nascar dirt track you know yeehaw sort of you know, I'm not, that's not a super big vein in my life, but uh, I'm not going to knock it because it's 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 fun every once in a while to go do something like that. So, but no, uh, so no experience with this game. this game. It looks like nope. I, I don't know. It looks like you're going across America. But it looks like it's kind of two player always. I'm not I'm not really sure.
0: <laughs> you could travel across the entire country in this thing in about like two days. You see, so like Los
1: Angeles to Mesa. So that's my, that's weird. It's like oddly specific. That they put Mesa unless they mean just like desert Mesa, and not. The suburb of Phoenix that I live in.
0: If you did did travel through this place, you'd have to travel through a straight line and avoid all highways, (laughs) because I can't imagine I'm really accommodating a a fucking monstrosity of this size.
1: And you wouldn't go from Mesa to Reno to Yakima. (laughs) Like, that's a very roundabout way to get across the country, so... But, you know, hey, it's a big truck and you crush stuff. I mean, that's all you really need to know with Bigfoot, right? So, You know,
0: you, know, you might as well just put, like, a nice claw in front of it to yank at all those pesky trees that are going to get in your way. And
1: Apparently, you can put buzz saws based on this article. So, you know, hey. Shit. That's what I, I swear Fuck, to God. That, if I can strap a vehicle. buzz saw to Bigfoot, oh, I would never worry about a traffic jam ever again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just have to worry about the police. Yeah, uh, They'd you. have to catch me first. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, what else do we have? Circus uh, capers. Yeah,
0: you, you, you got some blood in your grill. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to do a lot of tests to find out exactly how much blood you've got in my grill.
1: <laughs> yes, but can can you identify whose? That's more the question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'll give, you, circus I'll give you a hint. I'll give
0: you a hint. It's less than a hundred, but it's more than ten. <laughs> oh God.
1: High score. I would say skip it. It looks <laughs> terrible.
0: Like yeah, it looks friggin' awful. Everything is below three. Yeah, nope. And there's one scene that looks like a uh, play. This familiar bonus game. Yeah, it's familiar because it's friggin' asteroids. Yep. Wait, not asteroids. Uh, what is it? Uh, Defender.
1: No, that's what uh What's Galaga.
0: It? No, was it Galaga? Okay, Galaga. It's Galaga. And uh, next is Mad Max. Uh, Great movie, kind of intriguing video game. The ratings are very, mediocre. very
1: bad though.
0: <laughs> mediocre mediocre rating from the power Players. So I guess uh I guess handsome Howard wasn't impressed.
1: As though, you know, that it, you know, Mel Gibson is an Australian uh movie treasure, especially in Mad Max. Uh and of course the recent adaptation with uh, Charlie's Theron is one of the better movies of the last couple of years. Probably actually I would say it's the best uh the best action movie I've seen in a good long while. So, but, uh... yeah, I
0: tried watching the original Mad Max, and I kind of uh, had trouble understanding it because it looks like he's just like a cop in a city and then like halfway through the movie his family gets killed and a uh, nuclear war maybe <laughs> everything becomes well, a desert it's post apocalyptic <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like his family it's like his family was somehow keeping water and air clean
1: well it's it's post apocalyptic i guess the idea is sort of cuz australia is so spread out um that there'd be like sort of wars fought on the roads in a, in a post apocalypse I don't I mean I don't know that much about the the lore of I don't know series, cities but, would be
0: the better places too. Uh,
1: uh I guess it's sort of to, like the Walking Dead idea that like the cities would just be so chaotic that your only chance is out in between. But he
0: had like a family and it looked like they weren't like intense or anything. I'm not it defending like it. I'm just saying
1: city. that's the logic. I you know, hey. <laughs>
0: Again, like, I don't know, like, did I fall asleep? Like, was there a nuclear war that happened after his family died? No, no or it's the whole thing family... is
1: po- post-apocalyptic. Like, that's the whole point of the series. His
0: family was living pretty damn well. It's just well. like, there. the movie in the starts, suburbs.
1: he's not somewhere, he's out in the country, so, like, they didn't bomb out there, so. Like, <clears throat> anyway.
0: Uh and then we got, uh, Shingen the Ruler. Shingen the Fuck, Ruler. Fuck, I can't get enough of these, ja- I can't get away from these damn Chinese number games. Ugh. What the hell? Yeah. Noble Naga's ambition, romance of the three kingdoms, Sh- Shahrazad,
1: <laughs> whatever that game was.
0: Yeah. Magic of nebuchadnezzar Yeah. Uh
1: pff, at least they have a cool samurai picture. The- they got that going for them.
0: Yeah, and uh the screenshots are really I don't even know if it's freaking Latin or not. I don't know. Like I, I can't read any of this shit right here. It looks like it's supposed to be... It looks like it's a bit of a prequel to uh, uh, Fire Emblem.
1: I don't know. It makes my balls, like, retreat into my body a little bit, though, just looking at it. So, Oh, it's...
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at these screenshots, and I'm just wondering, do I have to get my eyes checked again?
1: <sighs> so, and then we have Back to the Future 2 and 3, or is it one game with 2 and 3?
0: Yeah, it's one game with 2 and 3 on it. Oh.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, LG, because LJ, they, they,
0: they realized they could compress all the suck of One Back to the Future into half a card.
1: LJN did it, so we know what that means. Skip it. <laughs>
0: yep. Uh, and then Starship Hector, which I guess is like a Mexican astronaut or something. <laughs>
1: hey, man, I got to get these drugs into
0: Tijuana. Hey, man, you want to buy some Martian oranges? <laughs>
1: starship hector so it's another space shooter just what we needed just i was th- sitting there thinking uh mike ha- like you know what we haven't had enough of space
0: shooters yeah overhead space shooters <sighs> we just haven't had enough of that so although i i i i'd I still love to see like the the current adventures of starship hector <laughs> he's like hey, Amen. I tried to go visit my girl on Earth, but there was this huge fucking wall around the planet, and I and I don't know how, but I ended up paying for it.
1: <laughs> Emperor Trump. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, it looks somewhat playable. If it comes up in another issue, I'd play it. I guess. Uh, definitely wouldn't be playing the next game though. It's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and it has that wonderful LJN stink of approval. <laughs> on it so uh yeah no skip it just make your life better just banish anything yeah. ljn uh
0: ljn yeah. LGN, the brown standard
1: just go watch the movie and pretend like this doesn't exist because it's gonna make your life a little better <laughs> rally bike which yep. somehow looks like a game boy game on the nes that's a remarkable uh achievement
0: that would explain why it got such a damn low rating for uh, theme and fun and challenge. Yeah. Graphics and sound, it, th- that rating's a lot higher than it should be. It does look like a freaking Game Boy game. I'd give it a one just for that. Yep. Uh, you, you you done fucked up if you did that. Cabal, the game, which isn't
1: that the capital of...
0: I remember playing this game. Okay. Yeah, what is like military
1: trainer? The video games. I kept like I kept
0: thinking it was cable.
1: (laughs) It's it's uh, cabal (laughs) like the Afghan city is K A B A L. So
0: you mean Kabala? No, it's cabal. Oh, you mean Kabul?
1: Kabul. Kabul. Anyway, Kabul. It's K A B U L. This is oh, C-A-B-A-L. Whatever. It's all and, phonetic uh, and they all, you know, it's all, you know, Dirk Medistan, whatever. So.
0: <laughs> I tried, I tried playing this game and I'm just like, when do I get to install cable?
1: <laughs> I want the, Let's... I want the Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I want, I want to give, I want to get, I want to get bribes. So from teenagers, <laughs> so I can make sure that they get an extra porn channel that their parents don't know about. <laughs>
1: like
0: I, I, I want to hook teenagers up. Uh But no, none of that.
1: Um, Instead,
0: you're just some guy shooting things. And uh, some of the graphics, I I don't know why. It looks like a Nintendo game on some scenes. But then you're shooting through these brick walls, which aren't even like brown bricks. They're like black with transparent mortar between them. It's like you're playing those uh, Tiger Electronic games. Oh, God. On a Nintendo. Well, look
1: at that. Like... Uh, while similar games such as Mechanized Attack and Operation Wolf use the zapper, this game doesn't. They're <laughs> like, ah, oh, ah, oh, oh. no.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the Punisher in a way. Yeah, because
1: you're punished for playing it.
0: Oh, I can't wait till we get to the Punisher because I remember playing that game and I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> Sadly enough, it was an LJN game, so it looks like that and Maximum Carnage, maybe like only at the only at the end. Did they realize how to make a mediocre game? <laughs> and then, Only at the very end, after a good 15 years of, of, of experience, did they finally uh, level up that one bit And then the last to mediocrity, the last
1: game is uh, from Acclaim. It's called NARC, and I'm going to guess it didn't sell well
0: in East L.A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says you can go on a two-player simultaneous manhunt with this arcade thriller. You you can find the hangouts and hideouts of deadly dope dealers and nasty riffraff. Finally, we get to specify some kind of drug besides just the generic term drugs.
1: What was that game recently, like, well, not recently, five years ago, where you're like two two guys in armor that you go and, like, fight your way? What am I thinking of?
0: The, The North Hollywood Bank Robbery? No, it was an actual
1: game. Like, on major it consoles. Was a, it was a game for them, and they lost. On major consoles, uh, like, two two play like, oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Because these guys remind me of that, looking at them. Like, the, like two armored dudes, like, fighting their way through. Uh, they
0: do look like North Hollywood bank robbers.
1: <sighs> it's not the game I'm thinking of. You're not helping me. <laughs>
0: well, uh, you can go look that up. I, I don't I fucking, I don't, even, I don't even know what to start with, with that. Um, the Ness Journal. We get to see this guy, for some reason, instead of, uh, he's got a a cable for uh, water skiing, mm-hmm. and he's on the skis that say Ness and Journal. But for some reason, he's also playing a Game Boy with a link cable with the guy driving the game, yeah, that the sounds, guy driving uh, the boat. And
1: the skis are, you know, oddly disproportionate to his body. It doesn't This
0: doesn't seem like a very safe way to water ski, kids, so... No, it doesn't look very efficient. It looks like, he, it looks like half the uh, engine's power would just be, you know, moving those skis at all. But the news on the page is very important. Uh, what, do
1: we, what do we have here, Mike? Because it's, oh, it's a great day.
0: Something has been announced in Japan. Not only the death of Godzilla for good, but also the Super Famicom. The Nintendo has now a 16-bit home video game technology. Nintendo Company Limited recently announced that the 16-bit Super Famicom will be introduced in Japan in November to complement the highly successful Famicom. As many readers know, the Famicom served as the basis for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So, what does the announcement of the Super Famicom in Japan mean for American NES fans? Read on and find okay. out. So, let's the Super so Famicom's g- new features. <laughs> don't read the whole thing. Oh my thing. god! But yeah, no, we got it. Hit- I mean, this is this is the meat right, right
1: here. Right, but okay, so. The resolution is going to be five twelve by forty four forty eight, which is very uh, very big compared to the NES. Of course, you got uh, the, sp- the maximum sprite size is sixty four by sixty four. Uh, you have a palette of thirty two thousand seven hundred sixty eight colors, uh, and of course the sixteen bit graphics uh, chip. So um,
0: this is you just- know that 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 made this as good as my first Windows ninety five computer. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I mean I don't know if it was quite uh we must yeah i don't really remember how good mine was but this was my introduction oh. to video gaming oh, for sure and
0: we got to see screenshots we've got screenshots of super mario world mm-hmm. and uh we can see that there seems to be a bit of a, a difference in the uh, overhead map
1: yeah but,
0: uh, it looks quite different no, so it looks maybe like there were some changes maybe especially with the overhead map like saying like instead of saying grassland it says like two W two, so it seems like it's very technical rather right. than like having a, a name.
1: So let's see, we have uh, we, we have to see
0: Fire Mario. We get to see, uh, I think it may maybe f- uh, Flying Mario. That's but, the uh, that's the, yeah, that's where you have the so the
1: feather and you can fly. Um, yeah, the screenshots are so and then washed a, out; you can't tell if there's he's a got picture the of or not. Mario in one of the castles, and they announced three games: Super Mario World. Uh, Mario Rides a Dinosaur, so they don't they don't name Yoshi at this time. Uh, yep. Fight Club, a super fight simulator, and also a great Ed Norton movie. Uh, yep. And F-Zero. So at least uh, two of the three are well-known. So
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, so you get to see... Yeah, it's Flight Club, so you get to see pilots beat the shit out of oh, each other. Oh, it's Flight not Club, it.
1: not Fight Club. Aw, oh, damn. Fight Club, the game, <laughs> would be more interesting. So... Anyway, uh, they also say that there will be a Zelda uh, a Zelda series. Yeah, you,
0: you, 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 when you fight the final boss at the end, you, you're starting to wonder why is my health going down when I hit him. <laughs> uh, uh, so we we get to find out that a Zelda series is slated for release for the Super Famicom. Right. Well, it won't be available in Japan till Christmas. We'll keep you posted, and we get to see the, what the Famicom looks like, and it seems to have like a a, a toggle switch instead of a a push button. For the uh for, instead of a slide like we have, this seems to be like a toggle like a guitar hero uh, tr- uh, p- uh, trigger and you uh, see. see like a generic cartridge yep with no uh, game on it and they
1: get the buttons yeah they go through they go through yeah, the-, the
0: buttons are the same except they're all red where we're we're accustomed to the gray and purple.
1: Um, it's actually kind of funny because the Australian version had the, um, the colors that the Japanese version had, but yes, the uh, American version is, it's purple, purple and gray, uh, for
0: the two rows. So you had the red buttons? No.
1: Um, I don't know why they have red on here, but there is a different color scheme. Um, and it's not really great. It's like, it's purple and, and like lighter purple, by the way, but yeah, um, let me see if I can find a picture of it somewhere. Uh. Okay,
0: while you do that, I'm going to talk about the technical okay. data box. Yep. The Super Famicom version in Japan has a CPU with 16 bits with 1 megabyte of custom DRAM, a PPU with 16-bit with 2 times 256 k SRAM, a sound module, 8-bit CPU with 512 SRAM, 512K RAM. I'm sorry, 16-bit PCM, eight voices with sampling, controllers detachable with eight-way control, and eight input buttons. So, yep, you had the, uh, and then you got the uh, expect- multi-out port. Which supports Nintendo Mono AV, Stereo AV, RGB monitor, and Super VHS cables. I don't remember, so, so, so Super
1: VHS is that—that's the the standard that really it took us all the way up to um, component. That was so, yeah. I mean, definitely, uh, definitely was a, was a powerful system Nintendo was putting a lot in. I think it's funny that they waited until it was released in Japan to even like. Say anything about it Nintendo power, like that would never happen today, obviously, well, with the internet and everything, but
0: yeah, they said it will be announced introduced in Japan in November, so like they 're letting us know that japan 's getting it yeah it 's like and by the japan way, is. like yeah,
1: and this is September October, so this is like basically they 're saying, next month Japan gets this awesome thing, maybe you 'll get it, like <laughs> God damn Nintendo <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, obviously but the I future remember... the future is bright uh.
0: I remember uh, using uh, my Super Nintendo. I uh, I hooked things up to those jacks on it mm. in uh, interesting ways. I was uh, I really loved the music of Secret of Mana, mm. but completely unaware that there. Like even if I was aware, how would I know that there's a uh, like how to order these soundtracks? So what I did was I simply hit the pause button and I just uh, amped up the volume because it mutes it a bit okay. when you're playing. And I just recorded that on a Walkman when I was... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And I did that with Command & Conquer, with Final Fantasy, uh, Red Alert, and Secret of Mana. And I just had, like, a nice video game mixtape so that I could listen to it on my way on the school bus to and from. So you made
1: your own video game mixtapes. Oh, yeah. poor, poor, poor Mike
0: uh i I even did my own i even did my own let's plays visit uh with when playing final fantasy three for the super nintendo because i just absolutely loved seeing uh the destruction of the world halfway through (laughs) like have you ever played that game which game Final Fantasy 3. No, for the I, Super like
1: game. I've said, I'm I'm not an RPG guy. I know it's, that they're great. I know, I know. It is worth
0: playing. I it's frigging great because you end up fighting this emperor and his schemes to take over the world and then when you finally get to him, like you're finally ready for the final confrontation and then his lieutenant comes out of nowhere, aces him, kills him, takes all the magic that's keeping this floating continent floating and he puts himself in the middle of it wow. and then uh, just absorbs it and then releases it and it ends up destroying the fucking world well all right okay and, that, okay. and, and you can't stop that
1: i know you're excited then, i know you're super excited we can't get too like it's a yeah. this future game so <laughs>
0: so you get to see the world get destroyed and there's nothing you can do about it so it's pretty yeah
1: cool. i mean this is super like this I've, it's sort of funny like the way that they just snuck this in on this issue so huge huge news um obviously uh the next generation of of consoles is, is bearing down upon us and
0: speaking of the next generation
1: <laughs> the celebrity pro- profile is
0: will wheaton will wheaton yeah so we get to find out this kid is a big nintendo fan and he's far from the average nintendo playing teenager Following his debut in Stand By Me, he successfully managed to juggle a variety of roles in his life, maintaining a 3.8 GPA throughout high school. Wow. Did did you get a GPA in high school cuz I never I never oh, even encountered that yeah. until I uh, was in college?
1: Yeah, we had a weighted GPA, so I had like a 4.3 or something like that. I forget exactly.
0: You were sm- you were out nerding Wesley Crusher? Uh,
1: well, mine was about a 3.8 unweighted, so similar. And that's I stopped carrying a good chunk of the way through, so... <laughs>
0: uh, especially when he starts talking about caring about Nicolas Cage's work.
1: Yeah, I, that was hilarious. Like, oh my god, wait. Because <laughs> no, this, is,
0: this is like a fine...
1: This profile is a fine wine, Mike. We cannot just plow through this. this we're we're going to okay, have to take l- our... L- okay Okay,
0: let's sip it let's let's slosh it around inhale the the tannins and
1: nick's nick cage's work more than any other actor because of his philosophy that acting (laughs) allows you to become more than you want to be oh like a lunatic will wheaton Wheaton. so he and he also talks about being a kings fan so he enjoys uh playing ice hockey uh on the nes (laughs) Uh, And, of course, that's a little stab in the heart of every Canadian because Gretzky's on the Kings at that point in time.
0: Um, Uh, And then – And speaking of another Canadian, he's joining Michael J. Fox on The Hawks, an all-celebrity ice hockey team. (laughs) So this, this guy can't get enough Canadians. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and so what else? he's talking about and then he gets into talking about uh enjoying uh his role as ensign wesley crusher on uh the next generation star trek uh he says the show is a lot of fun in fact it's pretty crazy crazy when we film because we're constantly trying to make each other laugh during serious scenes no that's just you being a shitty actor will wheaton
0: <laughs> like <laughs> well uh patrick uh, i remember uh hearing patrick stewart in an interview and he also had he had a problem with everyone trying to crack up and uh mm-hmm. be a joker so wesley i think he was trying to be the serious actor and everyone else was just a fucking clown around him like frakes and uh uh burton and dorn and spiner like they were like i remember uh patrick stewart when he was on the nerdist he was talking about how he uh uh near the end of the season, he was friggin' screaming at them like this is not a game. This this <laughs> isn't a friggin' carnival, stop acting like clowns. Um, but then when the second season started, he was already cracking jokes with them and because they just laughed at him when he was trying to yell at them. There's a really, so,
1: really good documentary. As, funny enough, Shatner did it about next generation. Uh uh Shatner, next generation documentary. So, Will
0: Wheaton has had time for guest appearances on Monsters and House Party. Uh, was that the Kid and Play movie?
1: Uh, Chaos on the Bridge is what's the Shatton documentary, and it goes through the whole sort of history and story of how TNG transitioned because, like, it came... The, the whole story is very interesting. That, that documentary is very interesting. Um, sort of Roddenberry's involvement with early on mm-hmm. versus how the series transitioned... Post Roddenberry, um, the, 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 whole, the whole thing is very interesting. Sorry, bit, sorry Mike, what was your question about?
0: Um, he was talking about how he had appearances on Monsters and House Party. Uh, was I, House Party the kid in Play movie? Yes, I believe he so. He was in that. I don't, Did you see this movie? I, I don't think I was
1: old enough to see House Party, to be honest.
0: I think we got to see this just to see where uh, the Wheaton shows up.
1: Will Wheaton.
0: Uh, anyway. I I'd love it if he like showed up and he's like, "I hope nobody's got a gluten allergy because here comes the wheat." <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> um, he sent me off on like a like he's log- just so kid. desperate just to come here. up
0: with a nickname for himself.
1: House party. It is or, that movie. Or, or, that or that movie like, does like match up. Or time he's hitting. Wise.
0: He's hitting on the girls. He's hitting on the girls at uh, school. He's like, hey, have you had your weedies?
1: <laughs> he's not on the IMDb IMDb page that I'm seeing, uh, so I don't know. I don't know what that means. But maybe they cut his role. Who knows? Uh, but um, I always yeah, so. I, I was I I did think this was. Uh, Pretty funny because was talking about uh what he what his future might be, and he's like, I don't know, maybe I go into politics, I could get in the House of Representatives. Like he's not even gonna shoot for the fucking Senate. He's gonna shoot for the lesser House, of course, Will Wheaton. So
0: yeah, well the the internet wasn't around back then, so he couldn't be like, I'm gonna take over that. <laughs> I mean, as long as long as he's uh, I'm I'm just gonna be a nice guy for about thirty years, lay low. And then everyone's gonna love Well him.
1: I don't think we let Canadians in our in our uh House of Representatives, do we? I, like don't we have He's like- not Canadian? No, he's not
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Did he say something about being Canadian? No, he just loves Canadians.
1: Yeah, I guess there's just a lot of Canadians in this in this article. He's not Canadian. Alright, that's right. So
0: No, they even talk about his other Mario, Lemieux.
1: <laughs> he's just a hockey fan. Never mind. I'm I'm wrong. That was when hockey was big in LA, so anyway the, the, there is a I mean, we've talked about Will uh, Wheaton before in the fun club uh, profile
0: yeah he's kicking ass at the Mario game somehow uh, managed to avoid getting creeped up by stalker Mario
1: so anyway yeah and there you, I mean we could do a whole thing on sort of his involvement with tng and his import, the importance of his character, but uh, I don't think we have time. Yeah, but for this isn't pl-
0: so. this isn't playing with Wheaton, yeah. so <laughs>
1: my my dreams will be later, though. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so next page is it's new from World of Nintendo. We have NES accessories like the new Turbo Power. Can you not afford a, 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 a Ness advantage? NES advantage. Well, now you can turn both of your controllers. Into advantages with this thing. Which I have to say is pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, I don't
1: quite get what it's... So, like, it, it turns your button presses into turbo presses?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can, t- you can tell each controller port to accept turbos from the A and B. And then that dial tells you how much, how, uh, how deep or how progressive those turbos are. Huh. So, it's a nice cheap alternative. Like, if you don't want to get two NES advantages... Just because you you and your buddy want to co op and get some turbo going, this is a nice cheap alternative. So I doubt that it's, it's uh, cheap. It's a good option, <laughs> but well, it's... it would have to be cheap, otherwise you just get two advantages. I guess
1: I don't know, but I don't remember it ever Plus, being. You
0: look at it; it's cheap, at least for that. I don't
1: know. I remember stuff being really expensive, like back in the day with <laughs> shit like that. You never know, but oh
0: yeah, I mean, like in the eighties, even if it was like even if it was thirty bucks, you'd be like. Thirty
1: bucks. Yeah, Jesus, that's like. I mean, are you mental? That's like eight babysitting jobs. So I know, but
0: then we see other. Uh, Let's see, other we got a we got is. a
1: Super Mario Brothers three toothbrush, which uh, looks like it would explode and burn you alive. Um,
0: a Mario telephone that looks like a uh,
1: Super Mario bomb. <laughs> anything's a bong if <laughs> if you try hard enough, or anything's a dildo if you if you try hard enough too. <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: uh, we got Read and rock which is a, a musical book yeah from jtg of nashville it contains a mini keyboard and fun nintendo tunes. that's kind
1: of cool so yeah it's got yeah. one of the metal xylophones and i'm sure you, it comes with a little mallet and you it would give you the you know the sequence instructions on each page yeah
0: that's kind of yeah, cool so you could be like so you know uh being able to play nintendo tunes with a book that's a pretty good idea. I I got to say this, Read and Rock, it, it gets my uh, approval it, just for the concept. It's
1: the it's, book equivalent to um, – did you ever see any of the work people have done with Mario Paint making all the songs using the, the tool in Mario oh, yeah, Paint?
0: Oh, yeah. You look on YouTube. You can see yeah. Mario Paint music videos where people will do uh, like little symphonies or uh, like 25-minute medleys of like the, the history of Nintendo. Right. So, and, uh, people with a lot it, more time it's, it's and, a, and, and a lot, that much time yeah. when they can just play an actual instrument, but no, they'll take time. Like, okay, I need three dogs, a ship and a game boy well, in, in this note for the, uh, for the arpeggio. They
1: say, uh, and, they say autism works in mysterious ways. So <laughs>
0: anyway, and then we got game boy accessories, a hard shell case, a uh, soft traveling backpack, a small but sturdy carry case and a, uh, a slot bag.
1: <laughs> that was what they called your mother in high school. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah. So basically uh, just carrying
0: implements for uh, the Game Boy. Uh, yeah. And then we get to the on the air Super Mario Bros. 3. Uh, do you remember seeing this show? Because I remember loving the hell of it as a kid.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember it. I don't remember watching it, I'll be honest, but uh, I do remember. I couldn't.
0: I couldn't understand why they changed the kids' names. Like, we're used to them being, like, like Larry, Morton, Wendy, Iggy Roy, Lemmy, and Ludwig. But now they've got names like Kooky, Cootsy, Bully, Cheatsy, Big Mouth, Hip, and
1: Hop. Well, I'm going to guarantee you some idiot TV executive was involved. Uh,
0: so, yeah. And just like, let's just not and, – and it says, like, they, they call him King Koopa instead of Bowser. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh! Why are they like they could have had a great shot of this, but for whatever reason they decided to be different. Mm. And like the animation was fantastic for it. So I remember uh, the most pivotal one episode of Super Mario Brothers Three. I remember was the Millie Vanilli episode. <laughs> Did you remember that? I
1: I don't remember the episode. I remember yeah. the group Millie Vanilli, but I don't remember.
0: Yeah, Cutie Pie wanted Millie Vanilli. To uh, perform for her birthday, okay, and Bowser's just like, but honey, they're in the real world, you know, acknowledging that like we're in like a <laughs> fantasy bullshit land, breaking the third wall, okay. They're in the real world, so she eventually, uh, and then uh, Mario and Peach decide to check out the concert, so they're in civilian clothes, and it's it's neat to see Peach outside of a uh, or Toad, Princess Toadstool out of a gown. Hmm. And she's at the Millie Vanilli concert, and then like Bowser's airship comes along and hits them with a teleporting light. Wow! So like they animated up...
1: the the show into like live footage,
0: sort of. No, it was no it animated Millie Vanilli doing their oh, voices. Okay, okay, okay. Millie Vanilli actually performed their voices oh, okay, and right. some songs. Okay. But uh, the interesting thing is, if you try looking up the episodes on YouTube, you won't hear them performing because they couldn't get the rights for the DVD release. Right. So, you'll hear them just, like, dancing along to, like, the stereotypical Mario 3 music, which is mm. great in the game, but in the show, it's just, like, rep- it's the same so, music so as the game. So, what's the
1: plot of the show? Are, like, are all these Koopalings, like, are they ever good, or is it is it Mario, like, so the show revolves around the Koopalings, or the show revolves around Mario?
0: It revolves around Mario fighting the Koopalings. Okay. So you get to see things from their perspective. So it's from the Koopalings' uh, point of view at times, though. Uh, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, right. and you get to see, uh, Bowser makes Millie Vanilli perform, but they're just like, uh, we're not going to perform for, like, turtles and reptiles. So he uses their, their magic wands, huh. and he turns them into accountants.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I would say, uh, go watch a couple episodes. Uh, I'm probably going to go, uh, enjoy a couple episodes on YouTube. Hopefully the, uh, co- the trademark, uh, Patent infringement yeah. stuff hasn't gotten too serious with it yet, so yeah. Have, and then, uh, what I else mean, do we have? We bottom, have Maniac the Mansion, the bottom half, yeah.
0: Maniac Mansion, the TV show, which I
1: know was one of your favorites. Uh, I don't me, it, me, me neither me nor Ben remember it at all, but it's. I sent you. I sent you the theme song. Yeah, and and I watched about thirty seconds of it and went on with my life. So uh, <laughs> carry on, yep. carry on. Mike. So we get
0: to see Joe Flaherty and Eugene Levy from SCTV just uh being the writing staff they're going to introduce us to the edisons although it has absolutely fuck all to do as- after having the name fred edison hmm. like that's it but uh the theme song is very uh catchy melodic and uh completely deviates from the video game right uh, so what's the point of the have... show
1: like what's like how, like is it just a like a crazy house with crazy stuff that goes on like what's the
0: uh, not especially. It's, uh, Fred Edison is a scientist, and he's got, like, a meteorite in the basement, mm. and he's got uh, his brother-in-law uh, doing uh, taking book, like, doing bookie stuff oh. in the basement, and his, uh, his kid comes, al- and, uh, yeah, Fred's son comes along, bouncing his ball, and he ends up going into, like, this mass teleporter thing, and uh, the uncle goes in to get him, and then a fly follows them. And then when they come out, the four-year-old has attained the mass of his uncle. Right. 250 pounds. So like yeah. now he, now he's huge. Uh-huh. And the uncle has taken on the mass of the fly.
1: Okay. And uh, then hilarious hijinks that, ensue. I mean, is it a comedy yeah. or a drama or like what the hell? It's a comedy. Like okay. uh,
0: The fly has to like survive in the house without like getting swatted by his wife. Because he hasn't told her. By the this way, this sounds I'm, like uh, the weirdest acid smart.
1: trip of a show. I'm sorry, but
0: all right, okay. <sighs> yeah. So after that, we got uh, the pack watch talking us about the future of Nest game packs. Yep. And here, here we've got humble Howard grinning with <laughs> Smug this. This got to be like this What a fucking douche, Back. Howard! Jesus. I I think that's Howard. Uh, Uh, hanging out with his own alter ego. Well, Dudley Do-Right. Smug (laughs) smug Dudley. Dudley Moore. Um, So, yeah, I looked into
1: this a little bit. I I mean, we're running a little long here, so I don't want to talk too much about it. But, um, yeah, it's a miracle piano system was kind of a precursor to the Guitar Hero concept. Uh, The the game would teach you to play piano, uh, sort of give you instructions on the notes, and there were some smaller like games built into it that use the keyboard as sort of input for the games. It never really took off. Unfortunately, it's, it's a great idea. Um, I think, I do think I remember seeing it in stores, probably the clearance, (laughs) the clearance shelf. Um, but it was $300 was the big problem. Uh, at that point, um, most people trying to learn, learn pianos, you're probably better off, you know, getting an instruction book and a Casio keyboard, uh, for quite a bit less, I would assume. So, (laughs)
0: Yeah, so but, were you were you able to save your songs on this? I, the NES, I don't remember.
1: Any, I I never had this. I remember seeing it. Like I remember I knew of its existence. Um, and For my a three hundred
0: dollar price tag, it might as well friggin' have a naked lady dancing to the music you play.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. The concept there, is, there very much is a need, uh, and they were ahead of their time in the sense of music video games did catch. But I think it was a little too on the series. Like they. They went too serious, like it wasn't wasn't like sort of arcady enough, there wasn't enough fun. it was just like another way to learn the piano, which of course is you know interesting, but just the market just wasn't you know there uh but um you know very good effort, I would say um and Howard got to meet Dudley Moore out of it too, so
0: oh. Uh. I mean, that, 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 that would be like Howard's alter ego, smug Dudley. <laughs> smug Howard.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, I don't really know if there's too much we want to talk. So let's see. Magician. No. I don't.
0: Whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at I'm uh, looking like, at a girl in screenshots a- of the actual action. You do get to see a nice shop girl, though.
1: Yeah. Or the girl. Or she could be your assistant. You don't. Know, uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. No, she's like
0: this chicken will cost thirty gold. You have two thousand gold. Okay. She's clearly a a shop girl. Right. She looks like uh, Tiffany Amber Thyson from Saved by the Bell. A little
1: bit. Uh, Battle Tank. I think we all played Battle Tank at some point um, on computer. Uh... What am
0: I looking at? What am I looking at at this console? Like wire smoke.
1: That's some um, the different like weapons you have. I'm sure there's like some sort of wire that that wraps up in the tank if there's something if something's chasing you. I think. But you've got the <laughs> so you you've got the shells. The Skywalker. You've got the shells. You've got a smoke screen, and then you've got a machine gun. Uh, I don't know what wire is though. Maybe or maybe it's like some sort of like you could grapple. I don't know. I don't know what wire is. I don't remember from the game. But the other three would be the size of the shells, and then smoke uh, smoke shells to create a smoke screen. So
0: hmm. uh, and then we get to see uh, a little goblin with binoculars for some reason, telling us that alien versus predator is being produced by Activision. And motion picture sequels to both Alien and Predator are also coming out next year.
1: Um, and then we've got an Easter Island head talking to us about Blockout. Not really much there. Um,
0: and then we see Ultima, Quest of the Avatar. <laughs> uh, not quite sure. Like, will thou stay? Shall I record thy journey? So it looks to be like Dragon War. I
1: think this is a precursor to Ultima Online. I think this is... Uh, in that in that vein, so... Yeah,
0: and then we get to see Adventures of Robin Hood, but they're talking about uh, War in Middle-Earth. Oh, that's another title Azzy is working on. So, we get to see Robin Hood and... Uh, oh, here's a, a weird uh, bug dragon thing telling us about Master Higgins, and he's not quite a video game superstar, he does have a large and loyal following. The masses will be pleased to know he'll be back for more island-hopping adventure in Adventure Island 2. He has to explore eight islands now. The experts at Hudson's estimate it should take three times longer to complete than the first one. <laughs> and then this mermaid, for some reason, is telling us about Mega Man Three.
1: Yeah, some of the uh, some of the uh, bosses you'll fight,
0: um, and let's see, Metal uh, Max, which is the a- Punisher. There you go, the Punisher and Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. So there I'd you like go. I'd like to see the Punisher. i like to see the Punisher versus Bill and Ted. Sup, <laughs> dude? What's up with that rock and skull shirt? You going to a Metallica show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not. Oh,
1: this is gnarly. Be excellent.
0: Yeah. The Punisher from LJN is close to being finished. And from the prototype, we see that the mayhem of the comic book has been captured by the programmers. (sighs) I remember enjoying the hell out of this game. But it's LJN, so... uh, so... We'll have to see if it was just childish... We'll have to see if it was like nostalgia goggles, but uh, play it. See if they redeem themselves. All right. Um, I don't really see... And you can see Bill and Ted. That that did not do well. (laughs) Uh, no, that was uh, not an LJN success. All right. Um, nothing much and there about Data East is working on an adventure game with a werewolf as the hero. Do you remember this game?
1: I don't care. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't
0: remember? A, 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 you get to be a werewolf hero? No. That wouldn't get your attention? I don't I, the
1: The weird tractor with... With horns, is get more attention to me, or is there like a blob <laughs> driving the tractor? I don't know. Whatever.
0: Then we get to see a TV changing its own channel. So I guess is that suicide?
1: <laughs> uh, I guess it's talking about r type. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, something from the creators of r type.
0: Whatever. Yeah, we yeah. There's a uh, an action game starring a Japanese-style robot. Oh, well, that narrows it down to about fifty. Yeah. So
1: normally at this point in the in the issue I have I'm I've stopped reading anything. Indiana so. Jones,
0: Dragon's Lair. Indiana uh, Jones and Snow Last White, Crusade, my favorite my favorite it's of the not,
1: My favorite of the three.
0: It's not by Disney. My favorite this of the yeah. yeah. This Snow White is a nineteen ninety animation by filmation. Which what are you talking and
1: about? Oh, oh uh, you you, skipped, gossip you, you and such. skipped okay. Uh okay, fine.
0: Yeah, we get to see Snow White, who looks kind of goofy, and her hair's too long. And instead of Munchkins, or instead of dwarves, it looks like Munchkins or gnomes that she's hanging around with, or little trolls. Yeah, I don't know what I don't think this
1: ever got released. I can't see it getting licensed. (laughs) I don't know because Disney has those fucking licenses forever. They just keep getting extensions.
0: Um... These ones didn't. It was uh, a. Snow White and Happily Ever After is for scheduled for release by Filimation, and Sofell plans to release a NES game on it. Ugh. Anyway. And Gremlins 2, the new batch. Did you uh, play the Gremlins games? No,
1: unfortunately.
0: Oh, new kids on the block. The game! They're billed as this generation's Beatles. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but they're getting something the Beatles never had, a video game.
1: <laughs> Although a video game based on a rock band isn't a new idea. There's the coin op
0: game journey. <sighs> Don't stop believing Great song. that they'll make a new ge- a good game eventually.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Toho has a couple games in in uh development. Looks like a Rodan themed game. Or something.
0: Oh. And then we get to see rumors talking about a little mermaid. Hunt for Red October, Red Gravity, Gravity Galaxy Five Thousand, The Mutant Virus. I never heard of that. Uh, Soup Talking Super Password. Oh, riveting! Yeah, you got my attention. I don't I know get to,
1: any of these games. Do
0: I get to? Do I get to play a password, or do I have to fight a password? No.
1: California Raisins, The Grape Escape sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> Tracks Night Out, Ikari Warriors Three, The Grape Escape for California Raisins.
1: That's definitely uh, getting played all right ski
0: or die
1: <laughs> ski or die yeah, from the skater die people i would assume uh, uh bolt and board they're just selling us a bunch of shit i don't really think it's worth our time
0: no and then we get to see next month will be the nintendo power strategy guide final fantasy or for us more fun club yay. issues! Yay! <laughs> because we don't want to talk anymore about Final Fantasy,
1: but we will have. I think, uh, I, and then... I think
0: after about ten issues, we
1: finally figured out what an RPG is. And in final, uh, in or sorry, in the in the following month, we'll be getting Doctor Mario, Solar Jetman, and Little Nemo. So those are games we we're all interested in playing. So yay! Yep.
0: and they look very colorful and uh, fun. Yep.
1: Uh, Howard writes a letter. Talking about well, the He says uh, uh,
0: He flew to Japan. He, he didn't actually fly a seven forty seven, although he would have liked to take over the controls. He wasn't sure that Boeing's flight simulator once last spring qualified him to handle a commercial uh, airliner.
1: God damn it, Howard. And
0: he finished he finished grad school. Two years of intense studying paid off on finally a game master with a master's degree. Most of you are probably heading back to school about now, so have a have a fun year and remember, be a master at whatever you do. Uh, so now he's gonna have that uh, behind his name. Oh, well, I have a master's could, degree. Could, well not really. You could go to college? You could go to college for being a game master. I
1: don't think so. I think he has just a master's degree in something.
0: So anyway. A master's degree a master's degree in confidence and swag? Yeah, in being a pimp.
1: Alright. <laughs> uh let's see. Players poll contest. So it's Ultima. Okay.
0: Well, no, Oops. the uh the the third prize is a new Nintendo Power T-shirt with... Derpy Howard. With Handsome handsome Howard rocking. (laughs) (laughs) He's modeling that shit. uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got uh, Howard strutting his stuff. Uh, Let's see. Second Second price, yeah. We get FCI adventure games like The Bard's Tale, Heroes of the Lance, and Ultima Quest of the Avatar. You'll be set for hours of intense video adventure. Eh, I don't know. I mean, I love RPGs, but... uh, (sighs) And then Ultima Quest of the Avatar, Grand Prize Tour the Haunted Britannia Mansion and visit Origin Systems Incorporated. Ooh, (laughs) Origin Systems! Be still my heart. But we get to see. Well, if you're if you're like an
1: Ultima fan, like if you're a fan of those early online like RPGs and stuff,
0: we get to see that we get to meet the designer of Ultima, Richard Garriott, A.K.A. Lord British. Wait, did you ever play the ultimate? No, you never played the ultimate games. No, game, honestly, did you? What are you kidding? <laughs> I-, I went in touch. I mean, I never got to play with those things, but I might just to find out oh. more about Lord British.
1: Oh my god! So Britannia Manor is that dude's house? He just called it like haunted.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, this is like the Donald. This is like the Donald Trump of video games, right here. So. Though- my house is haunted. Believe me, it's the most haunted house you've ever been to. People ask who's got the most haunted house. I do. I don't know why they keep saying it. Must be must be because it's true.
1: Oh wow. Okay, so that's a lot gayer than it first looked. Or not.
0: Sorry, that's offensive. Oh yeah. You you look at the you look at this pose he's got going oh. on. It looks like he's it looks like he's like part of like a medieval seventies AM. Uh, He's got like something. a real
1: thin, wispy rat tail going on or something. I don't know. what. Or uh, It's just bad.
0: I, it's like if, if he put out an independent album of him playing the pan flute, this is what the cover would look like.
1: Sightseeing in Austin, Texas. By the way, Austin's a very fun city if you ever get a chance. Uh, they say keep Austin weird and they mean it. And this guy's obviously super weird, so... You know what? No, he was
0: he was keeping it weird before Portland did.
1: Go go on his weird rape shack tour whoever won because <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I would say that but uh <sighs> clearing, clears that. Uh we've killed another another uh, issue here. Uh Mike. Yep, another one in the bag. Yeah. Uh, yep.
0: Next uh next issue will be the uh the remaining issues of the Fun Club. Mm-hmm. Finally
1: uh, finally killing those off.
0: <clears throat> yep and then we'll be back to a regularly scheduled uh, well we'll have some we'll try to have some occasional bonus episodes yeah later on mm-hmm. but uh, it looks like like as far as Nintendo power is concerned we shouldn't be getting any uh, interruptions nope so, so this is uh, this has been fun and uh, hopefully we'll find uh, we'll find
1: Ben by the end of the week is uh, yeah
0: And hopefully we'll we'll find Ben. And if you want to find us, you can find us on YouTube, on the channel Playing With Power. Although there's some other thing called Playing With Power. So you're going to have to, like, if you want to find our channel, like, make sure to type in, like, uh, Mike and Ben Mm -hmm. to uh, find our YouTube video. And there will be more. So find that channel. Subscribe to it and uh, enjoy the updates that will be coming to it where you can get to uh, read the comics, read the uh, issues of Nintendo Power with us if you don't have time to read them beforehand. Right. Or if you or if just, you do, just do, want to find just out, just out what they're doing. A, yeah, what are we just, laughing at? Yeah. The, or then you then just find I, out.
1: might prefer that format. Whatever. Give it a try. And, and I
0: know and you want to enjoy our podcast, but instead of loading up iTunes on your computer, you want to chill out with your, video, with your, uh, with your YouTube in bed. There you
1: go. Yep, and uh, we're on Twitter, it's uh get the get the power 88, right? Yep. Okay. Uh the Facebook group is always is always happening playing with power uh and and on
0: iTunes, Stitcher, Google uh Google Play, Google Music Store. Google Google Play,
1: yeah, that has a podcast thing added in there now, so we're a part of that. Uh Podbean, Stitcher, yep. Um and then um iTunes of course, leave leave a rating for us. That's the Best thing you can do oh, for
0: yes. us, so let people yeah make it make it easier for people to find us. So you know if they're looking for a, what's an awesome hilarious video game retro podcast, you know leave a review saying that we're that thing. So when they're looking for them, they'll find us. And uh, we're pretty active, so if you if you uh, hit us oh, up, with them. and if you enjoy the show, uh, support the Patreon. Yes, please in any way you can. Please,
1: that'd be appreciated. Uh, and help
0: help help get Ben off the corner. <laughs>
1: So, uh, that's, uh, pretty much everything for me. Is there anything else yep. that you have there, Mike? I know you have your other podcast on yep. the, uh, Geek Fallout Productions
0: Network. Yep. Uh, I, uh, I host a show with Richard Reeder. We talk about technology, the good, the bad, the silly. Uh, we talk about devices, uh, developments in technology, medicine, chemi- uh, sometimes chemistry, just uh, amazing things that technology uh, brings us, devices and humanitarian efforts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if you like tech news, information, information, and you like hearing me being silly and goofy about something besides video games, you can check me out there. Yeah, I'll vouch for it. And, it's pretty uh,
1: good. It's uh, And I, that's an unsolicited <laughs> endorsement right there, so... Go check it out. Ah, uh, thank you. You're <laughs> All right. So it looks like that's uh,
0: that's the end of this issue. So I'm Mike,
1: and I'm John, and you're playing with power.
0: system now you're playing with power